Elm Street? No. How about It Follows? No. The Babadook? No. Carrie? Yes. Oh, the older one. That was kind they of a did fun a reboot. One. Oh, right? I haven't seen the redo. I haven't seen the remake either. But I do remember seeing like the original Carrie and thinking it was fun. It's a lot better than the book, I think. I've... I think all Stephen King's, he's the opposite to the normal rule. Oh. I think his movies are always better than his books because I don't think Stephen King's very good. Because they need a heavy rewrite. He has good concepts. Mm. And then he gets bogged down in the weirdest things. Really? And if you look for it, all of them kind of racist. Huh. Every black character that's ever appeared in a Stephen King novel gets called the N-word at one point. What? I've never read one where they don't often use the word. Huh. And then Carrie gets like bogged down in some weird, weird places. And then he's having like orgy scenes with children and it. Like, There's a lot of odd things in Stephen King books. Did you see Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. How about Alien? No. Aliens? No. The Others. The Others. What was that one about? Nicole Kidman, Spooky. Yes, I did see that one and I enjoyed it. That was a good one. Blair Witch? Uh, no. We did Night of the Living Dead on this podcast. Nobody listened to that episode. It was really? one of our lowest ones and I thought it was so good. That's weird. Go back and listen to Everybody it, Everybody listen to it. And that brings us to, this is a podcast. Oh, it's hi. called I Love This, You Should Too. My name is Indy Spooktober, or it's not Spooktober yet, Spooktember Randawa, <laughs> and with me is Samantha, hiding under the covers Randawa. <laughs> That's me. Really scared of everything. <laughs> and we are members of the Alberta Podcast Network, which is locally grown and community supported, and we are getting into the spooky season today. Mm-hmm. Usually we do Spooktober. Yep. And we do spooky movies all of October. Yes. But we're starting a little early because I think this comes out at the end of September still. Yeah. But we have so much spookiness for y'all. Yeah. That at first, I use the word y'all. Y'all. That's how you know it's spooky. So fall. It's fall, y'all. Exactly. That's what <laughs> your t-shirt says as yeah. well. And second, we have so many episodes that we had to kind of go out of Spooktober yeah. into Spooktember. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll let you know what we're doing for Spooktober because there's a lot. There's going to be bonus episodes. There's, a lot of them. You're going to be listening to us nonstop for a month. Or you might just not listen to us at all all month because <laughs> you don't care about the movies we're doing. Maybe... Everybody should care. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you should care. Have you tried caring That came more? out a little condescending and I apologize. No, I don't. I say lean into it. Maybe you should care. Or maybe y'all should care. Maybe y'all should care. I like that we're just doing the Southern thing now. This episode of our podcast is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Alberta Blue Cross understands that running a small business is tough, and they understand that business owners in Alberta are busy. Let Alberta Blue Cross give you peace of mind with a group benefit plan. They offer health, dental, life, and disability coverage for your employees, and Alberta Blue Cross group benefit plans are easy to manage anywhere, anytime, and on any device, making it easy for you and your employees to access. To learn more and explore your options, head to ab.bluecross.ca. Well, we're going to have a couple of spoiler-free things of the week for you first. And rather than sitting and thinking about what kind of spooky movie should I pick, because I there's a lot. There's so many to choose from. You have the opposite problem to me. <laughs> yeah. So what we did instead is we watched two spooky movies this week to kind of get in the spooktember spirit. Yeah. So the first one we watched 
is a movie called His House, which is available on Netflix. It's a British movie from 2020, so it's easy to find. I really enjoyed this movie. I'd put off watching it for some reason for quite a while, but was pleasantly surprised when we watched it. Uh, first off, I'm going to try to not give anything away at this point because that's... Spoiler free. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some things that I'll have to tiptoe around. But what I can say is uh, the direction was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I really like this director. His name is Remy Weeks, and this is his debut. And I think he got nominated for a bunch of like Independent Spirit Awards, oh. and it also got nominated for a couple of BAFTA Awards. Oh, really? So it is a critically well-regarded movie although a lot of the times the public didn't really like it which is kind of the this is why we can't have nice things sort of thing yeah (laughs) but it looks great uh both of the two leads i thought were fantastic the movie centers around a couple who are sudanese refugees and they've made their way to kind of project housing in england and they get put up in this larger than normal but still like a rundown track housing kind of place Mm -hmm. and spooky stuff happens i feel like that's not giving it away you know spooky stuff's gonna happen right because it's spooktember that's true (laughs) how many times are we gonna say spooktember this episode 17 okay great and a little bit of backstory with the movie is they went, the director had this story and he wrote it as well and was first contracted with the Weinstein company. And after meeting with them, he was like, I don't think it's going to work here. They don't have like, they're not going for what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they were trying to make it more, more popcorn-y. Hollywood, yeah. And he didn't like that. So he was in the process of being sued by the Weinstein company for breach of contract because mm-hmm. he wanted to go take it to somewhere that was going to like honor his vision a little more. Let him make the film he wanted. And then that's when all the Weinstein stuff went down. Uh, he went to jail. Weinstein, of course. Yes. And... The company went bankrupt, so he effectively got out of that contract, went to the BBC, and uh, a BBC subsidiary bought it up, and then they got to make the movie, and I think it was for the best, because it seems like he got to make what he wanted. And this is a really cool movie to watch, just because it deals with, like, cultural stuff, as well as just, like, some of your classic horror tropes. Yeah, And if you're someone who doesn't like ambiguity, especially in a horror movie, then you might not like this. But there is a big resurgence with a lot of those types of movies, like your Babadooks and such, where you're questioning what's real, what's in their head, what is just the result of trauma or PTSD. Mm. And I think a lot of these directors, and I would put uh, Remy Weeks in that category, are saying, like, what's the difference? Mm -hmm. Is... Is trauma not real? Is survivor's guilt not real? Then it is all just as legitimate, whether it is ghost or what. And this does blur lines between that. That's the only thing I'll say to give it away. <laughs> but I think it is a uh, very well done. I don't think it will leave you in a place where you're like, ah, oh, that's it. That's a cop out. I don't think it's one of those at all. Because I mm-hmm. think there are movies that are like, it was all a dream. Right. And that's uh, silly. And uh, dream sequences in horror movies are cheap and lazy (laughs) although we're going to talk about a couple in the next movie oh so much more in the next movies Mm -hmm. 
But in this one, it's not a lazy movie, that's for sure. No. It does the work. And we were talking about like serious horror and fun horror and in the middle. Mm -hmm. This is a more serious movie. You're not going to get as much levity out of it. It deals with some pretty tough subject matter. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's so much that it's going to prevent people from watching or kind of like put you off while you're watching. And it is a nice relatively short movie too yeah it's not like depressing horror movie like it's it it deals with some real life stuff but yeah it's not it's not it's not gonna bring you down though yeah maybe not maybe a little little (laughs) but either way i suggest checking out his house the 2020 horror movie available on netflix and probably other places too and uh remy weeks where's your next movie there's nothing listed i can't find anything I, I don't know how someone makes a debut like this that he wrote and directed and doesn't have a bunch of deals like Yeah, that's up. interesting. I thought it was very good, although audiences definitely disagree with me. This has like a six and a half on IMDb, but IMDb often has a pretty low rating for a lot of things. Hmm. So they go check it out. They don't get it. Sam, what was the other movie we watched? So we, yeah, we've really been putting in the Spooktober or Spooktember work. Um, and we watched the 2016 horror thriller, The Boy. So this movie was filmed in Victoria, British Columbia, and I think it's just gorgeous. Like, it was a really nicely shot one. Did you think so? It's a good atmospheric haunted house Mm -hmm. one. Because it kind of comes back to those old British ones from the, really starting from the 50s, 60s, 70s, but they would have these big manners and Mm -hmm. you don't leave the house very often at all. And it's all about the house and how spooky Mm -hmm. it is. There's different corridors. It feels larger than life too. And it like almost is a character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And uh, when they are outside, uh, it definitely... Looks like it could be in England, but um, I enjoyed it. It's about a an American woman who goes to uh, England to become a nanny to a little boy. And um, she soon realizes that the boy is a porcelain doll named Brahms. And she, I guess, needs this job, and so she stays on, and this is her experiencing life in this house alone with a porcelain doll. Yeah, and that's not the twist. That is given to you very early on in the movie, and then you're left to wonder, like, because, of course, you're listening to us now if you haven't seen this. This could go a bunch of different ways. Yeah. Like, is the house haunted? And then there's also this yeah. doll. Is the doll haunted? Is the doll alive? Who knows? There's all sorts of fun yeah. ways this could go. And this is kind of one of those medium series movies I was talking about. It's not a fun horror. Like, you're not laughing. No. But it is one where it's not as serious. Yeah. And although I did laugh because this movie has some jump scares in it, as most of these ones do. Of course. And one got me, and I don't get scared in movies. No, I'm like a, I hate jump scares because I think they're cheap. And they usually are yeah. dumb, but um, this one had some well-placed jump scares and I kind of enjoyed it. This one gives you one where exactly where you'd expect it to be, but yeah. then it just lingers and lingers and you're come on, just scare me already. Just scare yeah. me, just scare me. And you're just waiting and waiting. So it does uh, kind of a typical thing in how it uses the jump scares, but I think the pacing of them for something that is, yeah, kind of cheap. I think it did a good version of them. Mm-hmm. And like this general kind of 
mid-level of serious spooky. I think it does a good level, a good job at that too. Mm-hmm. It's not a uh, shining or anything no. like that, but it's a fun one to put on that you don't have to, when you're talking about you love your beach reads, mm-hmm. that you don't have to think too much. This is low risk. <laughs> this is the horror equivalent. Like, yeah, yeah, you just put it on, you'll have a good time. You might not be thinking about this movie in a year, but you'll have fun watching it, I think. Yeah, this was a super fun watch. Um, I don't believe it's on any streaming services right now. It might be on Shudder if you're one of those types of people. Mm, that's probably where you can find it. So it is The Boy from 2016, um, directed by William Brent Bell. And he just uh, directed the sequel to Orphan. Oh. Which is, I love, The Orphan is a fun movie. Okay. That one I will say nothing about. (laughs) And if you were just going to take a recommendation from me about like another kind of fun, kind of serious horror movie, much like The Boy... Go watch The Orphan, but don't read anything or look at a trailer or anything. Does it ruin it? Quite possibly. I haven't seen the trailers for it, but I almost don't even... You can't even just say like, oh, but there's a twist. It's not even that. It's Mm -hmm. just... It goes fun places. Mm-hmm. It goes unexpected places. Oh, see, that's fun. So uh, check out the first Orphan movie, but then he directed the sequel, Orphan First Kill, or I guess it might even be a prequel, but don't watch that one first. Okay. Because it tells you everything. What happens. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then he also directed The Boy 2, which we haven't seen, but you want to. I do want to see it. You don't have to watch it with me if you want to skip it. But... You're going to watch a horror movie by yourself? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> or we could just watch Orphan. That too. Orphan's good. Uh, We have a lot of work to do this month, though. Oh, we do. We have a lot of horror movies planned. Should we get into that? Yeah. But first, let's thank another one of our sponsors, and that is the ECF and Pod Power. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, the Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a shout out to Overdue Finds, the Edmonton Public Library podcast, where hosts Caroline Land and Bryce Crittenden host conversations about books, movies, music, pop culture, and other interesting news about Edmonton. It's a great way to learn about what's happening at EPL and about how you can use your library card to access all of EPL's in-person and online services. And if you do do some of those in-person classes, there's a very good chance it'll be led by me because I do like 17 of them a week now. (laughs) (laughs) So you can listen and find out more about Overdue Fines at epl.ca slash podcast or just look for Overdue Fines wherever you're listening to us right now. And of course, I always plug episodes I've been on, but there is an episode called Oh the Horror, which is all about horror movies. So that seems appropriate right now. Yeah, exactly. You can go listen to me talk about, I think I talk about Halloween, Shining, Night of the Living Dead, like big, big horror yeah. movies. Classics. Yeah, so go check that out. Okay, well, it's time to find out or to reveal, I guess, because I already know because this yes. took a lot of planning. <laughs> Um, it's time to reveal to everybody what we're going to be doing this month for eight episodes. This month. We're dedicating the entire month to one thing, and that thing. Actually, it's not even a big reveal. It's in the title of the podcast, so they all know. Oh, right, yeah. Is <laughs> A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, we're going to do all eight movies. I'll walk you through it, because we're skipping one. Oh, okay. 
So what we are going to do is go through the series. Next week, we'll be talking about the original, 1984, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm -hmm. First of all, what do you know about that movie? Do you know anything about that movie? Nothing. All right. Who's in it? Actor-wise? Yeah. Or who's the big villain? No, like who actor-wise is in it? I don't think you'll know. Well, okay. actually, Johnny Depp is in it. Oh, well, I'm in. <laughs> so it's very it's not... young Johnny Depp. Oh. It's 1984 Johnny Depp. Oh, see, I love young Johnny Depp. That's fun. Yeah. So that'll be fun, but your stars are uh, Robert England. Okay. Who is famous for these movies. <laughs> well, this is a career right there. It's... It is. Yeah, Absolutely. You don't need to do any other movies because you have like a bunch just ready to go. And Heather Langenkamp is going to be the other character we see hmm. a lot who is famous for A Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. So like I said, we are going to go through all of them. So some weeks you're going to get two episodes. As we get to closer to Halloween, we'll be doing two episodes a week because we're getting through all of them with the final one releasing Halloween Day. Yes. So let's go through them real quick. Uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street, original 1984. This was going to be just a movie I would pick. Right. Because I do think this is a great film. Mm -hmm. Good for horror, just a good film all around. I think it's brilliant. I love that movie. Wow. From there, I don't say the same thing always. Okay. So uh, a lot of them I haven't seen in quite a while. So then we go on to... 1985, just a year later, and we get Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Do you want to guess what the subtitle is? Do you know? Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I appreciate that you listen to my break-in jokes all the time, but it is A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Oh. Which I don't remember as much of. I remember this being a mid-level one. So this is Freddy Krueger? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. So you don't even know that. No. Oh, yeah. So what do you know about Freddy Krueger? Uh, does he wear a hockey mask? No. Oh, oh wow. This is going to be fun. <laughs> We're really starting from nothing. Yeah, I don't, I don't no, know. No, he does not. Oh, okay. That would be Jason Voorhees. If oh, yes. Okay. So not Freddy Krueger <laughs> has like a burned face. And like the, the scary glove with the knife. Fingers. Okay. No, I've seen that at the Halloween store. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what do you know about him? Um, Like literally nothing. Do you know what his powers are or what he does? No. Oh, <laughs> wow. I don't even know how much to reveal now. Maybe we just go fresh for everything, I guess. I do love when I get to go into something with like no knowledge. <laughs> And this goes interesting places because anytime you're doing this many movies, things are going to change, mm -hmm. right? So I think it starts off as like just a great movie and then it gets into what a lot of big series do and it gets kind of junky and kind of jokey. Mm. And then sometimes it comes all the way around and now it's such a joke that it's fun again. Right. And then they start playing into the joke. Full circle. Yeah. <laughs> So then we go into Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, in oh. 1987. So they did take off, oh, I guess this was in February. So they took off like a year and a half. It was weird that it comes out in February. Yeah, this seems like a Halloween release. Oddly enough, the first one came out uh, just after, in November. That's weird. It, yeah, it really it is when like you think about it. like an odd timing. Yeah. And part three, I recall as being... I think one of the best ones. Oh, really? Like a number three, I think. Two or three for okay. how good it is. 
Then we go on to Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, in 1988. I recall very little about this movie, (laughs) as is the case with number five from 89, The Dream Child. Oh. Then you go to Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, in 1991. Number six? Yes. Ah. So between 84 and 91, you get six movies. So it's almost every year they're putting out a movie. Wow. And then Final Nightmare, you think, well, now we're done, right? Yeah. No, we're not. Then is Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which comes out in 1994. And that's number seven. That's number seven. So this one is, it's not a reboot. It's not exactly a sequel. And I kind of don't want to explain what it is until we watch it. Sounds good. It starts getting meta. Oh. But in a good way. Oh. (laughs) Are you sad that it's a good way? Oh, uh, no, I'm sad that it gets meta. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think think you'll have fun. Okay, cool. I'm going into this with a totally open mind. I would say New Nightmare is either my second or third favorite. Okay. The first one is clearly the best and it's no competition. And then for number two... Dream Warriors and New Nightmare are both, like, I think, good movies. Hmm. And then there's a bunch of other stuff in the middle. Right. And Wes Craven comes back to write and direct that, which he hadn't done since the first movie. Oh. Then we are going to skip one. And that one is also, like, outside of the realm a little bit. And that is Freddy versus Jason. Oh, so they like combine Yeah, the these franchises? two giant franchises combine That's a little dumb. Kind of, but also it's 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 hard because these are two things that I grew up with. Right. Like very much so. I watched them a lot as a kid and I was making horror movies when I was about seven, eight years old. And these were a very big influence on me. Mm. So to grow up with two characters, and they were coming out with movies so, so often, right? Mm. That they both have 10 movies or whatever it is. And then you bring them together. I don't think it's a good movie, but I was very excited when it happened. It seems like a bit of a like cash grab. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, all movies are. Yeah. But if you heard that... um, you grew up with the Spice Girls. You loved them so much. Mm-hmm. And now you love Taylor Swift so much. What if you like Taylor Swift was doing a song with the Spice Girls? You wouldn't go immediately go listen to that? Yeah, I would. Of course you would. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> and then you'd be like, ah, oh, it's not very good, but it's kind of fun that it happened. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. You're right. So we're going to skip that one. Okay. Because you haven't seen any of the Friday Jason. the 13th movies. Right. So maybe next year we'll end up doing those. Who knows? <laughs> But what we are going to finish with, and I think it comes out on Halloween Day, is A Nightmare on Elm Street, the 2010 remake. Right. So that I saw once when it came out in 2010, but I haven't seen it since. Okay. I do remember when that one came out, Mm -hmm. because I was like, isn't this old? (laughs) But everything old is new again. Because we don't create... New content. No, no, no. Why would we do that <laughs> when there's already old things that we can rip off and repackage? Exactly. Well, I'm excited about this saga that we're about to dive into. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of work for us this month because <laughs> yes. we're going to be doing a lot of episodes. But I think outside of the first movie, yeah, that's going to be kind of a serious yeah. episode. And I'll do what I often do and talk about cinematography and the themes and symbolism of the movie. Mm-hmm. 
after that, though, it's going to be a lot of like, oh, that was kind of fun. What did yeah. you think about this kill? And things like yeah. that. Yeah. Because the movies change quite a bit. Okay. So what I'll say to people out there, if you haven't seen any of these movies, well, isn't this a good time to start? Because you get to join on the journey that you're going on. Yes. I'm being completely fresh to it. Join my journey. And you can have someone like me who kind of knows what he's talking about <laughs> uh, kind of direct you through them a little bit yeah. too. If you don't want to commit the time, first of all, you should. They're very easy watches. <laughs> you can put them on and you don't need to pay attention. They're except not like the first one. four hour epics. No. <laughs> And But the first one is just a good movie. So if you're someone who's like, ah, oh, these movies aren't, they're just like silliness, I don't want to watch them, watch the first movie. It's really good. Okay. I also haven't seen it in a long time, but I'm pretty confident it's going to hold up. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to delve into this universe. We are kind of out of TV shows to watch right now, so we're just going to go hard on Halloween. So if you want to watch these I think your public library will have the first one, maybe not all of the others. But what you can do is, if you have HBO Max or Peacock, I mm -hmm. believe they're on there. Maybe Amazon, depending on your country. But you can also rent it on all of those right. rental services. Or if uh, you're really nice, you can borrow my Blu-ray box set <laughs> that I have of all of them. Except for the remake, which I'll have to get. So go watch... All of these movies, or at least the first one. You can do like two a week. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. We just have to be done by Halloween. Ooh. So it'll be one a week for the first couple of weeks. So join us in one week when we talk all about the original that started it all. The 1984 classic. <laughs> and yeah, I mean classic. Oh. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Awesome. Well, we'll see you next week, everyone. Happy Spooktober. Ooh. Oh, so spooky. So spooky. She keeps doing the fingers. You've done the fingers like 12 times I know. today. By fingers, I mean like, what What are they? Are they like witch fingers? Ghost fingers? Witch fingers, probably. Okay. But the noise is a ghost? Yeah. I don't know. It's a haunted witch. It's a haunted witch. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Your classic haunted witch situation. <laughs> yes.